0: Hello, and thanks for joining us behind the bar today. My name is Chandler Phillips, and with me as always is... James Beery. And today we're featuring something a little different that we're not used to behind the bar. Uh, Our bartender, James, uh, wanted to feature some of his specialty bitters that he got recently. And uh, we took your classic old-fashioned cocktail and just decided to enhance some of the elements, and I'll have him speak on that. A little bit. James, what did you bring for us today?
1: Well, it just so happens that uh this week we talk about uh, the art of storytelling on Was That In Good Taste? And this delicious bitters from Bittercube, the Jamaican number one, was given to me for Christmas from my sister, who I love very much, who is a complete utter jerk sometimes. But she knows me. She does. And she knew that I would like this.
0: So... Real quick, what's the story? I'm sure we'll get into it in our "Was that in good taste?" episode, but behind the story of these bitters, how well does she know you? And then, or how did she become so uh, uh, familiar, (laughs) while still being such an asshole?
1: She's not. I swear, she's just you know, she's super kind, she's super sweet, but you know, there's uh, two Jamaicans, so the company is called Bitter Cube. Um, these one ounce bottles go for about $10 each for Christmas. She bought me four of them Damn! and she picked the ones that she knew that I would like. Uh, this is the Jamaica number one. Mm -hmm. The Jamaica number two is a hibiscus based one, which I would like, but she's right. I like this one better because this one features my favorite fruits and she knows this because the minute I looked at it, she goes, this is your favorite fruit, but you never eat it. Grapefruit. Really? Because grapefruit is a little inconvenient to eat. And she knows that I love grapefruit, but I don't eat it frequently. It's full of grapefruit, sugar, lemon peel, grapefruit juice, and it has a pinch of allspice.
0: Well, what are the the featured aromatics on it? Well, like, what am I supposed to be getting from this? Well, I think
1: from this especially, you're, you're going to get something like super citrusy, something with a little bit of allspice, which... The thing about allspice and things like this is that it's really just kind of like a mixture of nutmeg and cinnamon. Obviously, you know, it's something kind of subdued, some little nutty, some little spice. You're Wait. not going to distinguish what it is. Are
0: you meaning to tell me this is not the all spice that <laughs> gave life to the Transformers on Mars before it was then thrown through the universe and landed in the ice caps of Earth?
1: Actually, it's the other spice, you know, it's sporty, posh, oh. you know... It's like all those spices, but the other one who's in the back, the one that the producer, all spice.
0: It's not the Voltron that forms out of the Spice Girls.
1: You, you ever see, like, uh, the Spice Girls movie, Spice World, uh, in the scene where they hop over the canyon in the bus, right? In the background, there's another Spice Girl that you don't really notice,
0: hmm. all spice. Oh, the secret spice.
1: The secret spice. It's super good. You know, it's mainly just like ginger and black pepper and allspice kind of kind of notes. And obviously we're not sponsored by them, but if you go to like bittercube.com, these one ounce bottles are $10 each. For $23, you can get a more sized middle-sized bottle.
0: Like one of the kind of...
1: Not as big as the main big bottle of Angostura bitters, but like definitely, I think it's like two point, I think it's like three ounces for like $23, but the variety pack is like $45, which is what I got, which was the Jamaica number one, the orange, the cherry bark, and of course the,
0: uh, botanical. Oh, the
1: botanical one. I forget what it is. That one is super interesting. We're going to do that one another time.
0: That one was super floral. I'd love to feature it again.
1: And of course my favorite cocktail that I kind of always make us drink is the old fashioned. It's
0: true. It's a, it's an oldie, but a goldie as they say,
1: which of course is, uh, of course the way that I always make old fashioned is always the same 0.5 ounces of simple syrup, uh, 2.5 to three ounces of bourbon whiskey, depending on my mood.
0: I don't know. I saw you making these ones earlier, and it's three it's three ounces today. Your cup might have might have runneth over a <laughs> definitely, little. Definitely,
1: definitely. Of course, um, this time a one dash of angostura bitters. I like for the body. Mm-hmm. I think the body just of the angostura a little bit of bitterness gives give it a little spice.
0: Just adds a little bit more depth, you know,
1: of course. And you know, this time because I was out of uh, traditional orange peel, I used a Tangelo peel. Oh, and the Tangello is a mixture. What's what of a tangerine orange?
0: It's part tangerine and part jello.
1: Am I wrong? Was it not? Is the, I feel like it's actually very aromatic, and I think it's a little more potent in some ways than a regular traditional orange that you might get from the supermarket. And I kind of like it.
0: I I agree. I think it was a little difficult to discern. So we first tried this one out with the uh, the black or the. Uh, the black the bark, black cherry bark yes or it was yeah black cherry vanilla bark and it was a delightful sweetness to the drink but i think the aromatics were kind of overpowered by the tangerine peel but with the Jamaican number 1 that you're using um you definitely get that ginger that comes through on the palate and the pepper also hits you with the aromatics
1: it's so interesting i really think that the pepper is great i so the house whiskey that we've been using has been the Old Forester, uh, 85, mainly because it's something that you can get for cheap. And while I personally don't mind spending more on a house whiskey, when making cocktails en masse, when you drink a lot, sometimes having something a little more affordable. <laughs>
0: you <laughs> didn't make that sound too good for us it's you know little, when you're just trying to get you know. through these number of cocktails
1: but it's inoffensive right and the best thing about having a, a whiskey like that that's inoffensive is that it, not only does it taste good but it doesn't taste special so yeah it doesn't have a super ethanol-y kind of taste
0: it it's a whiskey that doesn't bring its own agenda.
1: Yes. So it's good for these kind of things. Because I think that we get more from these bitters mm-hmm. than what I suggested before, which is the Henry McKenna.
0: Ooh. You know. Because that one is a good standalone whiskey. It's got a yeah. nice little rye balance that goes Which in would
1: there. work well with this kind of thing.
0: I think it would, but, but in, it might in, overpower.
1: Yes. And we're trying to focus on this today. So, in your opinion, what do you think about this? as regards to just like uh, this one, the orange one and how you feel about an old fashioned, the way that I make it is I make them for you with uh, the Angostura
0: bitters. So I think I have different opinions on each of the bitters that we tried. I think the um, black cherry vanilla bark was delightful in an old fashioned. I think I'd want to try it with a little bit more robust of a whiskey something that maybe isn't as sweet has a little bit more spice because that vanilla really enhances the rest of it. Um, The orange that he has that, that has the uh, cardamom and the coriander and stuff like that in there. I think that one's also a pretty interesting one. Um, It's a little too busy personally. Mm -hmm. Um, If it finds the right whiskey, you know, I I'd go to that wedding. Um, (laughs) But the Jamaica or the, uh, actually I'll talk on the botanical one. Um, that one I think would be really good. We yeah, can't
1: remember the name of, which I, is bad. It has a strange name, and I'm not gonna look it up right now. We'll figure it out one day.
0: We'll was put that, it in the notes. It was
1: plum. Was one of the it, it was, was uh, no.
0: plum extract, and then some other floral. I want to say elderflower. Oh, and
1: also, um, uh, when you go to sleep and you're like tired, uh, sleepy time tea. Oh, chamomile. Chamomile.
0: Yes, I think that one would be exceptional um to use in a gin cocktail or something that's a little bit lighter and foreshadowing, does... foreshadowing, foreshadowing. Uh, um <laughs> and then lastly this Jamaica number one which again is delicious in an old fashioned however given the flavor palette I'd kinda like to see it used uh a little bit more experimentally. Um you have a uh a nice Añejo rum in there and uh you know I think Granted, it wouldn't be an old fashioned at that point. But if you did something that was kind of reminiscent of an old fashioned, using your um, an aged rum or an aged maybe you could maybe you get away with a tequila. Who
1: knows? Um,
0: but using that uh, Jamaica with the ginger and the little bit of touch of citrus and the pepper in there would really just kind of help tie all that together. And then maybe garnish with a little pineapple. It's got a little reminiscence of of pineapple in there so
1: quick scale of one to five
0: one to five as a better all right one being the lowest or the highest
1: oh my god one being the lowest
0: okay i'd give it a four because it's still it's still background like uh i wouldn't it's it's not a featured player Uh, I'd say, like, if this were an SNL lineup of ingredients, (laughs) they'd probably be near the end, like, right before they announce the musical guest. But, hey, they're still a talented player. I just think, you know, let's give them a couple seasons and, you know, maybe they'll have a 30 Rock-esque spinoff.
1: It's actually pretty tricky, by the way, can I just say, because they'll do the featured guest, like, in the middle. Mm -hmm. So you would think the end is good. But the end is not. It's it's different. It's I give it a three point seven five. It's not quite a four. I feel like an angostura bitter traditionally is just a four because That's a it's so
0: good. Three and three quarters. <laughs> yeah. Those of us who are familiar with proper fractions,
1: <laughs> I think it's uh, super good. I think you know. I think angostura is not the is not the epitome of bitters, but I think that what it brings to an old fashioned is so powerful, so potent.
0: It's iconic really. Yeah. It's like that's the flavor.
1: And in this usage, maybe if it wasn't something else. So we revisit it. I, these are not these are loose, I'm not gonna keep a track of it. This is not Dave Neltzer and the wrestling star ratings with Kenny Omega and his three five star ratings, of course. Mm. And Sami Zayn and his two five stars and his one four point seven five star and his one three point two five star. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that for now in this application it's not quite Angostura bitter for me.
0: All right. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you one more question before we uh, close up for the evening. Um, I want to know if you were to make another drink with this, now that you've had the experim- experience of experimenting it into an old fashioned, where do you think this, uh, this particular bitters, the Jamaica number one would shine the most?
1: Well, I think the bitter cube to make number one bitters. I've been throw. I've been throwing it inside of a slightly elevated old fashions. I'm not sorry. Uh, gin, <laughs> yes, that's
0: what we're drinking. Gin and tonics.
1: Ooh. So what I normally do is I have some some fresh pineapple that I flash froze. Which I'm lying. I didn't flash. I just throw it in the freezer. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I take it.
0: That's a lot quicker than a lot of other pineapple I know, gets frozen.
1: Right? <laughs> so I take I take it, and I like to muddle that a little bit in the glass with a little bit of a little bit of uh, this ridiculous a little pinch of sea salt, huh. a small pinch of uh, simple syrup. And then I make kind of a classic gin and tonic, but I think that this gives it a little bit of something grapefruity because I use for a house gin, I use the Seagram's gin, mm-hmm. which is not particularly in you know, botanical. It's something super inoffensive.
0: Yeah. Easy drinking,
1: you know, um, just so I can throw this out there before we wrap up, I don't know if you know this, but since I guess we're going to a quick 15 minutes, uh, Seagram's was probably the number one most drink gin in the country. And yeah. it was, that gin is super, super popular here in America. And it's because it's not super high in the gin of juniper. It's nice. It's sweet. It is a little juniper, a little floral, not really offensive. Um, that kind of gin I think, goes better with a tonic that's nice and interesting and a bitter that's kind of interesting than a blue coat or an empress or a bombay because it's kind of simple and it's more of a platform.
0: Again, you don't want to bring in a liquor that has its own agenda when you're trying to highlight an intricate bitters.
1: It's a good platform. Just like Pinecast is. A good platform for us to host our
0: podcasts. Pinecast, the aisle that podcasts are found.
1: <laughs> Just like Spotify and iTunes and Google Play and Apple Podcasts and all the places podcasts are
0: found. I don't know. Spotify. Put it in your ears. So, uh. I should do slogans.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should do slogans. So, uh. This has been awesome.
0: This has been behind the bar, and we're gonna close up for the evening. Thanks for joining us, and uh, tape your waitresses. You know, my
1: favorite thing is whenever I close, I used to close the store. Uh Closing time.
0: Closing time.
1: Which is which is about giving
0: birth, actually. Is it really?
1: It's about his wife finally Uh, giving up and like having birth. Like it's not about closing, and he's talking about his kid.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna take.
1: That's what he's talking about.
0: Oh, I thought it was about like how he has to kind of step up and stop being a, a you're, child you're garbage maybe um so
1: know. what are we doing this week or like yeah i don't know if you know this
0: join us later this week for our full length was that in good taste episode we will be talking about the art of storytelling
1: and of course next week we we'll gonna be talking about moon stuff the space moon. and all those things of space. course you can always find Behind the bar, and was that gonna taste anywhere that podcasts are found? Of course, you can find was that gonna taste every Friday at seven thirty nine. It's a meme now. I'm gonna change it. I'm gonna change it every week. Seven thirty nine a.m. and behind the bar at uh it's gonna be Whenever you feel. Fucking like. <laughs> nine p.m. I'm lying. It's gonna be nine a.m. on Monday because I decided it's gonna be so.
0: I like it. Yeah.
1: So um, that's been. I guess behind the bar.
0: We're behind the bar. That's my name's Chandler.
1: And, uh, yeah, uh, I'm James. And, uh.
0: We'll see you later. Get
1: out. Go. Shoot. Shoot. shoo. shoo. shoo.
0: <laughs> you ain't gotta stay here, but, but you, you can't get... go home. Wow. I used to say that all the time. Get the <laughs> fuck out.